1: All right, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Toy Anxiety. As always, my name is Craig Goldberg and I am here with Ryan Dole. Ryan, how are you, man?
2: I'm doing great. Uh, it's good. It's a good Monday. It's, <laughs> it's good a, Monday, everybody. It's a Mando yeah, Monday. I mean, it's, Another Mando, it's a Mando Monday. Monday.
1: <laughs> um, and we, uh, for the first time with Toy Anxiety, are bringing on our special guest uh, for this week, uh, Jake Stevens. From Forlom to Zuckus, a Star Wars action figure aficionado (laughs) and podcaster, and uh, all sorts of stuff. Jake, what's up, man? Thanks for uh, joining YHS Toy Anxiety.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to be here because, uh, like I was mentioned before the show, um, yes, of course, Star Wars is my kind of uh, uh, claim to fame. But uh, it's for me, I've been collecting since a child, and I collect way more than Star Wars. I just get to write about it and... You know, uh, I do a lot with Star Wars, but man, my love for Transformers and GI Joe and He Man and Marvel runs deep, and so it's always a pleasure to come talk about other stuff too. But we can talk Star Wars all day, all day. Yeah, it's totally fine. (laughs)
1: It's it's funny because, like in in twenty twenty, there's such a lack of media. Um, so right now it's like Star Wars is, is Mandalorian is the only thing happening. It feels like in, in movies and TV right now. So we've definitely had Star Wars on our brain. I know when we do our weekly pickups, uh, it's almost all Star Wars for me this week. Uh, but, uh, Jake, why don't you, uh, tell our audience a little bit about, you know, what you do. I know you've been podcasting a long time. Uh, you did just (laughs) say that you mostly uh, dabble in Star Wars, but, what uh how, how'd you get into this this crazy world? And it is
0: crazy. Oh. Don't don't kid yourself. Yeah. Trust me. Say. Trust me. I yes, you, like you said, I've been I've been involved in a long long time and so yeah, you can see all sorts of crazy. And you can see crazy come and go and replace with new crazy. So, <laughs> right. um, up, <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh 2.0, 3.0, they're all here. Um, Wave 2 of like, crazy. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Crazy yeah, replay. edition, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Explosives>. <laughs> Yeah, the vintage
0: collection crazy, yeah, yeah, it all yeah. comes back. Yeah. <laughs> retro crazy. There is retro crazy, actually. There is a yeah. lot of retro crazy. Oh, we're going to get
1: into it. I can't wait. <laughs> uh,
0: um, I'm a lifelong collector, so I never, um, I never stopped. You know, when uh, most people got to that awkward phase in middle school where you kind of blew things up with firecrackers, buried them in the backyard, or just sold them at a garage sale no that was not Jake I um, I was uh, middle school for me was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and going down and finding them and trying to buy them and running into the 6th grade girl of your dreams and popping that Casey Jones behind your back and going hey what's going on <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool alright well good seeing ya yeah. and then you kind of go like, up to the register so. you're like I don't even know I thought this was uh,
1: like a hockey player I'm into sports mostly so. oh yeah. yeah no I mean
0: this is <laughs> This is for my little brother. I don't have one, <laughs> right, but this right, for him. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's his birthday uh this weekend, so <laughs> need, yeah, to, need to find you something. Know, I
1: definitely have I'm that good uncle. Too. in ninth grade. Uh Ryan, we've talked about this um a little bit, but I was a big wrestling action figure collector. And in ninth grade, my entire bedroom, all four walls, was mint on card Jack specific wrestling figures. Yes. And then it kind of dawned on me one day, I was like Man, I don't know if this is doing me any
2: favors. <laughs> like, um. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, because it's, it's always kind of funny hearing people's transition, like what their transition toy line was from going from playing with it to collecting it. Because uh, for me, it was Toy Biz X Men, and that's yeah. where that was. That's where my transition went from like that first wave one with the Nightcrawler with the suction cup on the hand, and. Yeah, same here. Like, I think I've got like four of them in my apartment still. Uh, You know, one on card, one mint out of package, and then the one I had growing up. You know, it was just like, you know, and that—that's—that was my transition because I just started getting into comics and Jim Lee number one still hasn't quite come out yet. And you know, he was still doing Uncanny, and then started seeing the ads for like, oh, these X Men toys, and it's like, oh, Nightcrawler, and then you—you knew, right? And that's how it turned in from. Yeah, playing with your toys too. Now you need to collect them.
0: Yeah, I just met uh, Jim Lee last year and got him to sign my X Men number one. Whoa, that's pretty awesome. Whoa,
2: oh dude, 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 that's so funny. Like, because I got him to sign. Oh, I got it. Oh, I got it framed. It's over there. I forgot I framed it. (laughs) it And I was like, oh, I think I got it right here. Uh, Yeah, I can't even show you, but it's like I got the uh, X Men Jim Lee cards.
0: Oh, cool. I got the uh,
2: the Nightcrawler card signed.
0: Oh, very cool. Is that your character?
2: He's been, he's what, uh, so when I started getting into comics, it was actually like a a magazine, not wizard, but it was like called comic scene and he did the cover and it was this big interview with him and Chris Claremont and they were talking about uncanny X-Men and where the the title was going. So they were kind of hinting at a number one issue coming out. And then from that kind of like spawned into collecting Marvel cards because that oh, yeah. was your Wikipedia back in the day. Mm-hmm. There was no internet. Absolutely. And then I was like, who's this guy? That's my guy. And then just because he looked so different, like that was the thing. I just liked him. And then I found out like, wait, he's also in the X-Men, which then led <laughs> to me reading Excalibur, which then got me hooked on comics for the rest of my life. And that was it. Awesome. Never looked back. Damn.
1: Awesome. Look at that. Little uh, history yeah. lesson,
2: ten episodes. Little in. history, lo- yep. I love it.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should have done that on episode one. Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> thanks for facilitating that, Jake. Uh, hey, you know you're welcome. Um, you know the cool thing though yeah. is about that transition though. It is like you said, you go from collector. I mean, sorry, from from you know opener from playing to then collecting. Um, what I found was that um, the kids who didn't get rid of their toys. So the, it, the middle school years was awkward, and like I said, you were kind of keeping on the DL. But in high school, I, all of a sudden, I started becoming like the guy that kept his Star Wars stuff. And there were got there were other fellow fans that came out, or fellow you know high schoolers that were like, "Dude, you still have all your Star Wars?" I'm like, "Yeah, you want to come over and see them?" And all of a sudden, now it's cool again. <laughs> right, 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 yep. And yeah. then uh, and so yeah, so that was uh, really cool. You know, Ke- I, I, I'll, I'll give credit to Kevin Smith um about that because his his you know bringing the conversation out in clerks the first one um yep. kind of like it, it it's it, it's subtle you know it's not the premise of the movie it in any shape way shape or form but it was important to have people in pop culture talking publicly about the stuff that i would skip lunch and stay in during math class to talk to quiz each other on uh, star wars facts you know so we were those nerds finally being seen on screen and then of course 99 95 hit and star wars came back and right. the world was right again yeah,
2: yeah. I, we, I, I, even with the kev- oh sorry greg but no, even no, with I was the just, stuff with with kevin smith yeah sorry it just like the stuff with even like kevin smith it was like you're right like how you do get seen and it's it's kind of funny when you grow up in a small town and then to these people to start to discover mall rats and they start to discover clerks and they all kind of go oh those guys are like ryan i I get it and also it kind of seemed like it went from like that's kind of where (laughs) i went kind of like from just being like this geeky kid this nerd this dork to like oh Now here's a dork we kind of sort of understand, right? And uh, it kind of like the bullying kind of went down from like was that a ten and it kind of went down to a one (laughs) as soon as people kind of discovered Clerks and Mallrats because they were just like oh okay so he's not such a loser.
1: It's interesting because my I'm a little bit younger than Ryan, so I was I graduated high school in '02, so '99 was when Phantom Menace came out and that I was a freshman and I have a. Very firm memory of the the toy craze and and wanting to get into Star Wars toys because I was never um, Star Wars was never my thing as a kid. I don't even think I saw the first Star Wars movie till I was I was probably in like sixth or seventh grade. It just wasn't because I I was born in eighty four, so I was kind of in the more Ghostbusters TMNT like oh, yeah. I missed Masters of the Universe and Star Wars. All my older cousins mm-hmm. had it, um, so I was obviously familiar with it. But ninety nine was like like. Yeah. Star Wars mania took over, and I, I remember like going to the stores, going to Walmart, going to Toys R Us, and still doing that thing where I was like, "Oh, I'm getting this Darth Maul." It was for my little brother though. Like I don't even care, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, but yeah. So it Star Wars did kind of rebirth itself in the mid 90s and into the late 90s and then uh, but I totally agree with the Kevin Smith thing because like the first time I saw Jay and Silent Bob was in like a Toy Fair magazine I was like who what is this mm-hmm. and I was just like I remember I went to Best Buy and I, I bought Dogma it was the first uh, Kevin Smith movie I ever saw and I remember thinking I was like an indie film kid after watching that I was like I right. well, watch Dogma you <laughs> probably don't know what it is so don't worry about it but uh <laughs> But
0: uh, no, yeah, ninety nine so- was huge. Ninety nine was the biggest Star Wars, probably. So there is it, it is kind of comes down to it. It's it's Jedi was ginormous. Jedi was ginormous when it came out in eighty three. Um, ninety nine was mega, was mega, and I didn't think that Force Awakens could come close to it, but it pretty It it did. The hype leading up to Force Awakens was Mm -hmm. massive too, but I will almost, I think since I worked at Toys R Us and I was very much in, I worked at Toys R Us on 99. I ran and set up Midnight Madness in 99 at Toys R Us in my little town. And so uh, so, uh, I can speak on First-hand knowledge. I think it did outpace force awakens a little bit. Um, but it was close. It was close. That's
1: a great segue into something I was going to actually ask you about because as a longtime collector, um, we've had this discussion, like the hype was there for force awakens, right? Everybody in the world went and saw that movie and, Mm -hmm. but does it translate? Do kids care about toys. That's kind of like the 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 thing I think about a lot. Um mm-hmm. not as much as I think about how much I care about toys, but you know, right. w- when you talk about um it, it kind of flew under the radar unless you're like in the to the hardcore Star Wars collecting uh universe, the uh 5POA going away for uh Rise of oh. Skywalker. And uh I, I don't mean to bring up such a <laughs> That's
0: a painful you. one for me, but it's, it's a painful one for me, but yeah, because yes, I was going to
2: ask you, are you down for the five points? Are you more of a joint queen? Like I was kind of like <laughs> well, wondering like,
0: <laughs> so, so this is what I call it. I was, my first love is Star Wars, right? The Kenner line. So I was born in 76. So I grew up with Star Wars. So I was all about the figures. Um, I saw Empire and Jedi in the theater. Too young for New Hope, of course. But I grew up. That was my jam. And when, like you said, Star Wars died, kind of around when you came around in '84, right? Like that—that <laughs> yeah, that yeah. wasn't the jam anymore, right? Right, right? And um and and so I say GI Joe became my mistress at that point because I didn't have Joe, but I loved three and three quarter, and so I went all in on Joe as much as I could for being a you know a kid, and I collected Joe and Star Wars the best that I could all the way up until 2004 and then I just couldn't keep up with Joe and Star Wars cuz Star that the amount of figures that Hasbro was putting out for both lines was staggering right and yeah, it's still that's a lot level we haven't yeah between 4 and 10 those those lines I know GI Joe died off in between there but Star Wars I mean the amount of figures that were coming and going was Torrential, and so I just couldn't keep up. Even though I love Joe, but the other reason I pieced out on Joe is because they stopped the O ring, and I'm an O ring fan. But when you say when you talk about five POA, people think, well, I should not like five POA anymore because GI Joe was my mistress, and that was super bendy, right? But no, my love is there. I want Star Wars figures, right? This is this is horrible to say, but if I had my way, I'd axe the six inch, and bring back way more three and three quarter lines. So. Yeah. Six inch just isn't my scale. The only six inch figures I ever collected as a kid were Centurions. And those were the only scale they came in. Otherwise, uh, I'm a small scale guy. I collected yeah. Muscles. I collected Starcom, yeah. Sky Commanders, Mask, um you know, you, right. I love the little things because you can get more, more bang for your buck, right? right. And we know the only reason GI Joe is three and three quarter and not 12 inch is because they wanted to sell us vehicles. Yes. That was <laughs> lots the, of vehicles. that was the idea, right? Right. right. And so, yep. Same thing with Star Wars. I like the smaller scale because that means I get more. Think about how many vehicles we have in the Black Series. We don't have that many. We're not going to get the Falcon. We're not going to get anything massive, but you're going to get that in the three and three quarter scale. Right. So that's where my love is. So I want everything three and three quarter. That's my jam.
1: No, I, and, and it, it kind of begs the question that kind of goes into what I was talking about, which is, you know, even vintage collection, which obviously has such a, uh, hardcore and passionate fan base. Um, but they, they like, you know, they don't produce a lot of it overall. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's sure. offerings Correct. every year. There's, you know, but you know, we watched the, um, the last, uh, where you and the other sites did the, the Q and a with, uh, uh, the yeah. Hasbro's, Hasbro's- Brand
0: team this week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that was really great and really informative. And obviously there's a lot that they can't talk about, but that's just the nature of nature of the toy biz, I guess. But sure. um, They even said the main guy, his name slips my mind, but he said, uh, Patrick. Yeah. Patrick. It's never going to be, it's never going to be what it was like in 2010. It's just not. I know. And there has to be reasons for that. And listen, if there's one thing I've learned in 2020 is that people are buying toys people are right cra- you know as a collector uh, obviously i have a lot of vintage stuff but you know star wars gi joe classified gi joe retro uh neca ninja turtles super seven ninja turtles super seven everything else like people are going crazy to get their hands they- on collectors lines so what is it that is keeping hasbro from being able to produce a lot of these characters that they still have never done in uh, you know, forget five POA but just three and three fourths. And that's
0: so this is yeah. what keeps me so- up at night. <laughs> Right, I, I think it is multi-level, uh, multi-layered. Obviously, because it is a complicated thing. But uh, the difference between two thousand twenty and two thousand ten is, of course, um, quality of life for China, which right on for them. Right, um, that they're they're joining the capitalism. Uh, you know, they're a capitalist communist country, and so their people aren't working for pennies like they were when we were kids, and they can. Turn out three billion action figures for pennies on the dollar. Mm. So I think that's part of it. Also the amount of tooling Hasbro is um, to tool. um, So I watched this uh, kind of a Ted talk like thing from a, uh, a former Hasbro designer. And he said the tooling costs to make a six inch figure is the exact same cost to, for a three and three quarter. So then you have to think about Hasbro's end, like, okay, so I can make this figure and sell it for twelve ninety nine, right? Off a hundred thousand dollar tooling mold, or I can make his larger version and sell it for twenty-five ninety nine or thirty ninety-nine and really make your money, right? I mean, so th- there is there's logistics there. There is things cost more in China. The plastic thing, I throw away that article because plast- um, gas has been cheap for a long time now. So a lot of people say, the gas the price is more. I'm like, really? No, it's it's right. pretty affordable right now. Um, and then I think the, uh, the other thing is, is, honestly, Hasbro, I think, is trying to turn into an entertainment corporation and not just a toy company. Clearly. With its mm-hmm. purchase of E1, yep. I think they reshuffled the budgets. They reshuffled the budgets and said, hey, we want to focus this on Tenacious D and we want to focus this on developing uh, bu- uh, Bumblebee 2, right? And so your toy budgets, yeah, no, you can't make 55, 70 different Star Wars action figures this year because we're not paying you that much for the molds, right? right, right. So there, I, I think there is lots of tears to it. And plus, now we're also in, uh, you know, we're in a non-media year. Now, I know Hasbro is fully embraced, fully embraced the Mandalorian. I don't know if you can see it, but I got my Hasbro box today. Oh, good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, the uh, the a,
1: Mandalorian, the, the what, the... The promo kit the promo that kit? they
0: give
2: to some
1: yeah. of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so jealous of that thing. It's It's a cool, cool box.
1: It's a cool box. I
0: haven't even opened it yet. I haven't even opened it yet because it just arrived about an hour ago and uh it's my birthday (laughs) tomorrow so i thought yeah you know what it'd be kind of fun to open it on my birthday so
2: absolutely yeah birthday
0: man yeah i'm kind of a sadomasochist that i can let it sit there and know that it's got a lot of good stuff in it i do the uh, same thing like i'll (laughs) pick up
1: stuff throughout the week i'll put it here in the toy room the toy slash podcast room yes because i I, want to be able to sit down and enjoy you know opening them and looking at them and playing with them let's not Absolutely. No,
0: it is that? playing with them, and I think that is completely fine. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I need Pe- people. People <laughs> don't like to say that, but I mean, come on. I'm like, I got the new Foralum that came in the mail. Oh, Where is sweet. my camera? There, there you this go. is the oh, new Foralum. Cool. This is three and three quarter, but this is not Hasbro. Okay, what are we looking? at? This is the new um, Galaxy's Edge Droid Depot 4LOM that just dropped last oh. week.
1: Oh, very cool, very cool.
0: And so. And so yeah, they have uh you know, some exclusives to the Droid Factory line yep. that Disney has, where you kind of put them all together. Right. So yeah, that was last week's that one, and uh, here's his companion or the other one that came out. That. This is CB twenty three. This is from Resistance. The, yep. Oh, that's uh,
2: Poe Dameron's other droid. Is it? This not?
0: is the other she. This is the she. Oh, yep. Like, yeah.
1: There you go. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I agree with you. There, there's a lot of reasons right you you kind of hit the nail on the head like look what Hasbro's doing like hasbro owns power rangers now and is developing uh television and film and
0: uh hopefully uh, sinking them they said right yeah yeah that's the idea i think from the new movie
1: which is really cool and like like i'm I'm not a diehard power rangers fan but i've i've kind of gotten into it more the last couple years have that nostalgia from childhood and i I think they're killing it with lightning collection they're they're doing a really good Mm -hmm. job um But, you know, you got to feel for like, listen, Ryan and I, we poke a lot of fun at the unselfaware collectors because it's just, but we, we also feel the same way. Like when when you see the people on the message boards going, why can't there be more vintage collection? We laugh and then we go, we agree. We we wish there was more. (laughs) um, I I think, you know, talking about, uh, excuse me, talking about Haslab. Razorcrest that had to outpace oh, anybody's expectations. And it has to really, that's a, that's a big moment for, for fans to say, put your money where your mouth is for this line. And I mean, I think it's, it's, it's at at 24, 25,000 No, up? let's
0: see. I'm just, I, it has two hours and four minutes left as of this recording. And we are at 26,542. This baby's probably going to make 27 grand.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's amazing.
1: And that's amazing. And um, obviously you get some exclusive TVC figures with it. And that promise that they made of, if you guys back this thing, you're going to get these Mandalorian characters that you want. Yeah. Um, So that it's a really good sign. A, the best yep. possible thing that could happen for people who love who love these
0: vintage uh, collection movies. frog lady let's do this do it right ladies. no i mean i will buy it that's the thing i will buy it and see that's here's the other thing about the 5POA just to circle back to that comment the Absolutely. death of the 5POA the problem with the 5POA is when the 5POA died so did tertiary and background characters mm-hmm. that's unfortunately mm-hmm. what happened because when the new line is going to make, they're going to make the core characters, right? The Vintage Collection. Whenever they a new property comes out, they're going to make the main characters, if you're lucky, right? right. Um, my son's name is Finn, and so how upset am I that I don't have a um, the Rise of Skywalker Finn action figure in the Vintage Collection? I mean, yeah, we've talked Cateries about that line. a lot too. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, I mean that my son loves Finn. My son loves Finn, of course. It's his namesake, right? If there was a character named Jake, you know, he would be my number one right. character. Actually, there is a character named Jake. He is a, he has not yet debuted in Galaxy's Edge, but a couple of years ago. So I'm a former Disney employee. So I'm kind of, I, I kind of have, uh, I used to work for the parks. Um, oh, cool. Uh, cruise lines as an entertainer. And so I kind of keep tabs on what's going on. And they actually have a pilot droid that they have um, it's kind of a no hands controlled Mech that kind of goes around the park and interacts with people and his name is Jake so but they haven't they they piloted that a year before Galaxy Edge opened Galaxy Edge has opened and they still haven't put the droid out so I don't know what they're waiting for but
1: Ryan you're kind of a former Disney employee (laughs) kind of well that's because
2: well I I worked at uh, ILM
1: yeah
2: oh okay yeah awesome so
0: Um, yeah well that's that's really impressive that's, can i ask that's what you something. did
2: oh yeah. i'm just like a i just work in production but i left there to go work for sony so yes.
1: okay know. ryan won an so oscar. you work on spider-man now
2: yes yes
1: <laughs> uh, ryan's our oh, oscar winning uh <laughs> uh co-host for uh into the uh, spider-verse so uh he's being humble he's very talented um Ooh, i am awesome uh, <laughs> That's why I'm yeah. bragging about Ryan. Like, well, I work at. Yeah, the those, are, those are
2: the legends
0: now. I'm waiting for. Once <laughs> the
2: Into the Spider Verse legends come out, I'm gonna be. Yeah. All over those. All so. over.
0: It. I uh, collected that whole line, though. You know, even though six inches at my scale, I love the MCU and the Marvel movies so much. You know that I went and got that whole Into the Spider Verse line. Oh, cool! Even the big playset yeah. and everything. Yeah, oh, I
2: love yeah, that. it's like. Yeah, that, I was kind of always hoping they were gonna do. More like because you're right, like some smaller ones were always kind of be good. Because I remember, well, uh, here's another pat on the back for myself. So, when I was working on Guardians Volume One, one of our mm-hmm. big things was like, Yeah, sorry, Craig, no. Do you, no. t- you can plug your band after this. Thank the you. uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> like we always kind of wanted the ship, right? Like, we were always kind of like, Oh man, we're gonna see toys of this and toys of this, and we kind of never really did, and we kind of only got that. Wave of the, Marvel Legends,
0: the Milano, the the, the small yeah, one, yeah, the Milano, the yeah, little, yeah, well, I the think tiny ones. Yeah. I, I collected that.
1: <laughs> you know, it kind of this kind of bridges these discussions really well because when these new properties come out, you always have like you know the the collectors focus line and then the kids focus line, and mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. they they really kill it with the kids focus stuff, and sometimes it feels like a total like whiff, like man.
2: Like, I don't know. It just, I I had better McDonald's toys. Oh, what do we got? Oh,
0: okay. Cool. Oh, great. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, this is, this is, I mean, a cheap, but this is kind of a whiff. (laughs) <laughs> this looks like I'm holding up Magneto <laughs> to you, and that's supposed to be Thor. It's supposed to be Thor. I mean, I was
2: like, "Is that a havoc?"
0: <laughs> yeah, X-Men? no. This, At is, first and then- <laughs> this is that new three ninety nine wave that's coming to Walgreens. But right. again, it's my scale, so I can't resist a three and three quarter.
2: I mean, that's fine. even though well, it, that's for it, the price.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's uh you know the Hulk's needs a little more gym work, but. <laughs> what can you do, <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> off on his cheat day? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: but kind of getting back to, to uh, Razorcrest real quick. Um, You're, you're pretty involved Were we kind of all, I did not think Razorcrest was going to be the has lab until about, a week before and then it started kind of clicking in my head. Like that's probably what it's going to be. Um, And then stuff started leaking and it kind of felt like, oh, it was mm-hmm. definitely going to be that. Um, I
2: can't even remember what we thought it was going to be before the Razor Crest. Well, we had some, dis- I mean, everybody
0: says, you
2: know, I def- know, but I can't even remember at this point. Cause like once we saw it was Razor the Crest, we the Death Star play
0: set, a modular Death Star. Yeah. And, inside, this is inside a long time ago, Power Force 2, they actually created a modular Death Star set that they kind of showed to folks but never really went forward with. So that's beyond the two pieces that we got in the Power Force 2. So that's an idea that's been kicking around for a long time. So people like to cycle back to that. Right. Um, So yeah.
1: Well, I think it's hard. But I always thought... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's hard because, you know when you think about what is going to be something that gets people excited um, most of the major vehicles have been done uh, you know Mm -hmm. we've got the big Millennium Falcon we got the vintage collection slave one uh, there was two X wings that came out last year and I you know I don't even know I mean you could still find that Poe Dameron and the Luke X-Wing pretty pretty easily so it's got to be something that is uh, you know a dream project but Maybe not so... I, I don't know. I don't know if a Death Star playset sells 21,000 units, like a Razor Razorcrest. Would have the- during
0: Rogue One, maybe, but we're right, past exactly, that, right? Exactly, right. Um, yeah. I was chatting with uh, Guillermo from uh, the producer and director of Plastic Crack, that documentary. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. you familiar right. with that one? Uh-huh.
0: And uh, I, I loved, he had a great idea that it should have been, uh, or a oh, great has lab could be the Rebel Transport, you know, the big oblong one. That then yeah. opens up like into some like hoth base or something, yeah. right? I mean, how cool would that be? That people could choose to display it in its, you know, because that's one vehicle that's never seen the light of day since 1980. I think that was an 81 release. Right. Yeah, so.
2: I think the B wing is in the same thing where I don't think we've seen that since the 80s really either. I can't
0: think of another we, time. We've no, seen a we B? saw so yeah, Power of the Force. Uh, Power of the Jedi. So the green line that followed Power of the, uh, the right, Force. yeah. Right. Followed the Phantom Menace, released a B-Wing with a B-Wing pilot. And then a few years later in, I want to say, the Saga collection, we got a different version that was based on a comic book squadron. And it actually came with a sheet of stickers that you can make like all four or five of the different squadron members from the comic book. And so, you know. I, I was not financially prepared to buy a bunch of those. So <laughs> I do have one See, I even, and I opted opted not to put any stickers on it. So I'm like, I right, don't know. Right.
2: <laughs> right. See, point, I yeah. don't even remember that because there was so much coming yeah. out at that time. And I remember right. just like, and uh, my one biggest, like my, one of my biggest collecting regrets that I'm paying for it now is uh, collecting the uh, the Clone Wars line.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I'm paying paying for that hard. Yeah. If people want to go back and get the animated style, you know, God go with you, man, because you're going to be, you know, (laughs) that that wallet is going to be hating you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been a tough,
1: um, you know, we talk a lot on making choices and setting rules for yourself and what are you going to collect and what are you not going to collect? And I am, um i with vintage collection i can kind of set those rules right like i don't buy it all i kind of buy what i like did back the razor crest because uh even as a general toy enthusiast um i I just feel like this is a kind of a revolutionary uh thing that hasbro's doing did you get the barge i do it's uh right up there just off camera awesome um return of the jedi is my favorite star wars movie so i wasn't gonna uh sure like i need to justify it well if i didn't like <laughs> if i didn't like rotg I probably no i love it i think it's i think yeah. it's fantastic um and i want i want them to do it uh for you know i'm so happy that the sentinel did as well as it did and and uh poor cookie
0: monster <laughs> yeah no <laughs> uh, didn't cookie Monster. they don't even they don't even acknowledge that that's don't. not even on their like, the uh, like uh like uh Try, swung and you know, struck out list on uh, Hasbro Pulse. I think cool. I think
1: with Razorcrest, um it's so successful that I don't think it'll be I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a new Haslab launch uh fall of next year. Um Well, here's the thing.
0: I think what they found is that three fifty is the magic price. Yeah. Because that's oh, where we got yeah. our Sentinel. That's what we got our razor crest. Those suckers backed instantly. Same thing with hero quest. That was like hundred dollar, hundred and fifty dollar. That sucker backed instantly. Right. You have the 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 barge. And one of the things that I'm doing because I'm a nerd. Um I tracked every single day. So at midnight, every single day I track how many, you know, barges and now I've been doing how many crests were sold and what's the daily percentage growth. I love that. I'm a I'm a school teacher. And so, that. you know, it kind of like it just Kind of falls in hand. Uh, and so the barge took uh, didn't fund until its third or fourth day till, to the end of the campaign. Right, right. Okay? But that was a $500 barge. Same thing with Unicron. Unicron did not even fund. It had to be expanded to a, almost double the length because that was above 500 even. So now that they've backed all these HasLabs back down to 350 you know, um, whether it's, you know, people are using half their stimulus checks, whether they're just not going out to the stores and buying other stuff, you know, they are they're having this money right now. And 350 is a sweet spot that funds right away.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. in, at 350, we talked about this a couple of times. Um, if you work and uh you, you know, most people, if you're a collector in a two-month period can probably I don't want to say most people because that sounds like I'm an asshole. So uh, lots of people who, well, lots of people can't say three. Like, just like I'm walking up and down the streets. Anybody can get a Razor Crest. Where's your Razor Crest? Come on, man.
0: You want a Razor
1: Crest? I'll get you a Razor Crest. <laughs> but if you're, uh, if you're a Star Wars collector and you are already, like, think about Black Series, 20, 25 bucks a pop. It feels like they're putting out 20 figures a month. And like, I'm (laughs) right, it's insane. They're all repaints. Like, I'm sitting here with my uh, we can kind of do our 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 weekly reveals uh, as we go because I think it'll be maybe be more fun. So, I've got these frigging dumb credit collection figures. Oh, yeah, they look really great. Ryan asked me, Why Mm. are you getting that Cara Dune? You already have Cara Dune, and I was like, I don't know. They put it out. Yeah, yeah right <laughs> and I know
0: I, no the, no the trick is on that one that's a target one the trick is you got in in 98 seconds before it sold out well you know or you happen to be at the store on the day they put it out i i did <laughs> so the target the target pre-orders are weird
1: because my history with target black series exclusives is the pre-order always sells out immediately and then once mm-hmm. they hit stores they're fairly available like i was able to get that and i was able to get the uh, the Holiday Trooper, which is another head scratcher yep. that I got love. <laughs> oh, it's almost time for our segment. Um, and then I've got a, <laughs> uh, you know, Get the IG. IG11 here, and then uh, this one came in today, and I didn't even realize Amazon had shipped it. It's the uh, uh, Death Trooper. There. Oh, yeah,
0: Death oh, Trooper. That's nice.
1: cool. Um, I guess I'll show off my <laughs> my last credit collection while we're here. And so, you know, I I love Black Series, and I'm a huge fan of it, and I'm I'm. You know gonna get it can up.
0: I ask can I, I I'm always I'm always curious because I have zero judgment because you can collect what you want to collect but I'm curious do you love black series because of the scale and that's what you love that scale or do you like photography or is that I mean I, I'm just always curious because yeah. for a I'm a obviously a lifelong collector when Black series came out I'm like well that's redundant you know, for me, having all these figures already in, you know, multiple copies, I'm like, well, why am I going to pay twice f- for a bigger figure? So for me personally, the Black Series has always been redundant.
1: Right. Um, I do, because like I said, so my Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, those are kind of your four to five inch action figures. That was my mm-hmm. main thing my whole life. Um, wrestling figures have always been kind of a six inch, seven inch scale. Um and I, I like, I'm not anti three and three fourths fourth cause I got a ton of it, but I do think because I didn't grow up with GI Joe and star Wars as my number one, that's what I gravitated towards. It's never been, um, it's never just never been my number one. I do, I do some figure photography and I do like the more detailed, uh, figures and, but let's face it, um, black series, uh, the human figures Sucked until about two years ago. <clears throat> like, if you go, you like the have, photo reel? Well, I I appreciate it. Um, obviously, I would love a hand sculpted, hand painted, you know, something like a NECA figure 100% of the time. But because I think yeah. sometimes with the photo reel, you get like a weird shine and like different angles kind of. I don't know, but if you hold the Force Awakens ray up to the Last Jedi, uh, you know, Island ray. Journey ray, it's like, is this even the same? like line of action figures but right um, but uh yeah i kind of got suckered into black series uh that was kind of my reintroduction to star wars collecting because i wasn't collecting any of it you know five or six years ago um but uh but yeah it's it's but now it's to the point where i feel like i'm buying i've got i'm buying everything i've got all these vintage collection figures pre-ordered i got the all the retro figures uh you know uh, Mandalorian ones pre-ordered. I totally botched today. I completely forgot. I can't believe I forgot about Mando Monday. The stormtrooper. Were, I did not order the stormtrooper. Um, weird that they make these uh, uh, exclusives for these army builder figures. I, I don't. It's uh, there's got to be a reason. I don't believe that anybody yeah. at Hasbro is like, let's make the stormtrooper. Or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, tamp target or
2: When everyone's it. asking, can you just put them in a box like a Hellfire Club? Can you yep. just like throw them out yeah. there and just because right. they could I think they would make way more money that way than making them an exclusive
0: well I've wondered do about you that remember was- when they used to do uh yep. boxes of exclusives at uh it was called the Hasbro toy shop right okay Hasbro yep. toy shop used to throw three and three quarters in uh and they would throw three or, or sorry four rebel commandos four storm troopers and they would just have them in a little brown box and that's that's what you got and that's right. They sold like crazy. I, yep.
2: I, yep. I wish I they would do that with think, the Cantina Band as well.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I think the direct to consumer model is really enticing for them. And I think Hasbro Pulse is probably doing really well. I know that they have huge contracts that they have to, you know, they still in 20, I don't know what it'll be like in 2030, but in 2020, brick and mortar retail, Target and Walmart. I got into this thing. I try not to get into things with toy people on the internet, especially Facebook. <laughs> But I I made this statement that said, you know, in the United States, like it or not, uh, Walmart is the number one toy retailer and Target's right there with it. And somebody was saying I was wrong. And I was like, okay, well, who is it? And they were like, well, it's Amazon. I was like, listen, I'm talking about brick and mortar. Go to the store. Buy it. And by the way, I think Walmart probably is still over Amazon for toys. Um, But that's just where it is. There is no big box toy stores. So they're kind of beholden to these massive retail chains. And if Walmart says we're not carrying star Wars, unless you know, X, Y, and Z, then they kind of have to do it for now.
0: Yeah. The, uh, I, I think, uh, sorry. I think, uh, my son's rides <laughs> here. My dog is going crazy. <laughs> oh, if you can hear the miniature schnauzer I in hear? the background, Sounds having cool. a fit, um, <laughs> we call him the sheriff because he just destroys anybody verbally who That's... comes near the house. All right. um, and so uh, Pixel Dan said it best. He says, Hasbro needs Walmart, but Walmart doesn't need Hasbro. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that. I believe that, you know, someone someone in higher up who works for Walmart, they know what the fans want, right? Some some. St- Toy scientist out there who works for, he's like, hey, you know what? We need these exclusives for this property and this property and this property. And he goes out and he courts Hasbro and says, we want these. And then he sends it off to the online department and they don't know how to fulfill it. Or the fulfillment department doesn't know, oh, yeah, maybe we should buy extra of those to stock on the store shelves. I mean, my, I, I can't find a single toy at my Walmart. It is empty 98% of the time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Oh, it is it is horrible. Me trying to hunt down these new Mood too. i I've never seen the sky sled. Not even close. I have no idea. Oh. Can't find it. Yeah.
2: And it's funny because I saw I, that you had it
0: last week, right?
2: Ryan got yeah, one. Yeah, I got one. He's got yeah. one. Uh but you know what? Like they're starting to show up here in Canada, so we'll I'll see if we can get you another one. <laughs> yeah. Throw
1: it back down the other side of the border. Um I, yeah. it's it's a <laughs> bit weird.
0: You know, I'm I will a- go to the wall, and then you meet me because we're only about two hours apart. <laughs> Pushing the like, sled. hey, we're not. That's I'm going to tie right? it to a goose.
2: <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to duct tape it to a goose and just send them <laughs> right? over. they got to fly south for the winter anyway. Yeah.
1: So there. <laughs> uh, they see a goose with a slide. sky sled. Um, I think um, it's been weird because I'm in Metro Atlanta, so we've I've got um, and I have to check my my toy privilege is what I always say because <laughs> I've got. 10 targets in 30 Walmarts in my 40 mile radius. Like I just do. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can find basically whatever, like even the new um, clone Wars, Star Wars, exclusive black series figures that are very hard to find. Um, And it's funny that you said like, like why would Walmart demand, you know, Ahsoka and uh, uh, you know, Mandalorian loyalist figures? Somebody knows. That these are going to Yeah, no, go. there
0: is absolutely somebody yep. who works for Walmart, knows what's hot, is a collector, is tapped into the forums, in the Facebook feeds, or whatever. It just doesn't translate after they say, Hey, we want these figures. And then fulfillment goes, Well, what do we do with these? You know, well, we what, what day it- do these come out? Right. That's the Ooh. thing. You show up at Walmart on a release date and they're like, uh, I don't know. What, what are you talking about? What's Star Wars? Right.
1: Right. What is Star, yeah. Star Wars?
0: Star Wars. <laughs> um. We went. War. It.
1: What? <laughs> Where? Uh. <laughs> they. Uh. Ryan. We went through it this year with with the Ghostbusters. Uh. The Hasbro Kenner classic re releases, which were Walmart exclusives, and yep. Um. They. So uh, all the classic <laughs> Walmart's greatest hits. So first uh the pre-orders sell out really quickly so that's that's your first walmart's greatest hit then they all hit stores before any of the pre-orders are shipped that's your second yep. that's your second and then once the pre-orders ship they're just completely damaged they're bending cards throwing them in envelopes i had one envelope that was just showed up open with like my stay puff just completely destroyed so um but what can you do like is hasbro got to sit oh, down yeah. with you know like People are gonna well that's not
0: Hasbro's fault though that's the thing that right. that's everyone goes after Hasbro and you know obviously obviously I work with Hasbro and so you know but I'm not entitled to sing their praises right I mean I love what they do and so it's kind of a it's a win-win you know situation but I will call it when I call it but having crappy delivery, from Walmart, or I don't know if you've seen some of my deliveries from Walmart uh, for the retro collection this last year. Mm-hmm. The Empire Strikes Back. I like got some of them that were like in a ball almost. <laughs> oh, I mean, yes, yes, like, yes. And, and so <laughs> and so, yes, I, I I absolutely sympathize with you. Uh, I would I couldn't even get the Ghostbusters. I only got the uh, ghosts. I couldn't even get the four guys, and I had to hunt them down locally at Walmart's when they dropped. Right. Um, So I I sympathize. But Hasbro has nothing to do with that. Hasbro can't go to Walmart and go, I'd like to see your, you know, your warehouses and I'd like to see your guys putting these in the boxes and I want to police every one of them. That's not Hasbro. You know what? Honestly, by the time that happens, Hasbro has been paid. Right. It's kind of like if I sold you. Ryan, a figure, and he wants to ship it to you, Craig, and he decides to destroy it when he ships it to you. It's not my fault. Right. I, right. I gave it to Ryan. And so that's the thing that's hmm. that people go after Hasbro all the time. And I'm like, your, your, your anger is just, it's just displaced. Yeah. Well, I mean, right. same thing with distribution, though. They can't they can't tell Walmart's warehouse where to ship them, you know, because there's stuff I get here in the Seattle area that you don't get there and vice versa or right you know it's just
2: well you guys at least get your stuff restocked like when we get (laughs) ghostbusters when we get real ghostbusters we get that one you know one or two boxes of it they're gone instantly and then nothing gets restocked right so like yeah we we only have that one chance to really kind of get it up here sometimes and then that's that's it especially with exclusives so it's I count on Craig to help me out a lot. Yes.
1: When it comes I, to these I send exclusives, Ryan, because- I send Ryan uh, exclusives and he sends me uh, free healthcare from Canada.
2: It's yeah. Wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> you get pills
0: in the mail then? That's that what he's thinking
1: Hey, man, I need some more of that healthcare, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, I want to talk about Masters of the Universe. So you, you brought up Origins. Uh, you, um, I think Jake said you collected Masters as a kid um uh is that true i can tell you a
0: heartbreaking story real quick tell i'll make it. it real quick tell it uh get into he-man love he-man he-man's everything watch it after school every day um back when studios were crazy and released a new episode every single day season one <laughs> <94 yeah>. episodes. <laughs> right it's just insane the animators are just like g- 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 carpal tunnel every day um and so uh, I got big into He-Man and uh, th- th- this is two part. He-Man and then later on I was huge into Mask, right? So when I decide to move out and you know go to college and then I get at my own place after college, I go back to my folks and I take all my collections because I never got rid of anything. I took all but two. I took all but He-Man and Mask, right? And Mask I was almost complete on. I had five figures, five vehicles away from the very – uh, end of the line. And I had everything. Oh, wow. Okay. So huge mass line. I loved it. Huge He-Man line, uh, years go by, you know, life happens and you realize, Hey, I should probably go over to mom and dad's and, you know, Hey, where's my He-Man? You know, you go over there and I can't find him. Well, my mom used to sell Christmas decorations. It's called, uh, uh, what was it? Christmas around the world house of Lloyd. she'd put on like avon parties but with christmas decorations okay, gotcha, set up gotcha. people, yep yeah yep. so she would get she would get these huge boxes of decorations to go promo at people's houses well she kept on to those and so she started buying storage units to kind of fill up with these decorations and sometimes she wanted to keep the decorations in the house so she would take some of our stuff and put them in storage units long story short It's now 2020, and my mask and my He-Man collection are completely gone. They cannot find it. Now, my mother and father are total collector supporters. They started me on this road. They would never, ever, ever get rid of it, you know, sell it, give it to Goodwill or whatever. But they have had a couple of the storage units broken into. To this day, I lost 95% of my mask collection and every single piece of my He-Man collection. That's awful. Oh my God. It is awful. It is awful. Sorry. Now I didn't get into classics. I didn't get into classics because I like toys that are in toy aisles. I know that sounds really, I don't know what that sounds like. Maybe snotty, maybe... It's like know,
1: reverse, uh reverse snotty because it's actually not right? It's you're saying yeah, I, I don't, don't. want to buy subscribe to maddiecollector.com and get my toys. no, I don't.
0: I don't, I don't. I want right. to I want to relive that joy that I had as a kid going to Toys R Us and having to make that painful decision on a wall of six thousand action figures, which one I, I get to go home with. For. You are a nineteen eighties purist. Yes, That's I am I is. am. Like I kid. want that experience, and so I don't want to pay that, you know, that beyond. Line at six o'clock on Friday and get it before it sells out in thirty-five seconds. Even though clearly that's what I've been doing. Here's my armor figure. Did you guys get one of these? Oh, nice. Yeah, that's great. One? He
2: got one. I did not get one. I I was like, well, this is what. Yeah, that bloody Hasbro PulseCon. It was like that. Like I kept thinking, like, oh, I will. Hopefully, there'll still be some available the next day because I really want to save my money for whatever the big Ghostbusters reveal is going to be. Right. And then there was nothing, on and then everything sold no, that was out. Something and it just, kind it just of like...
1: wasn't what you wanted. <laughs> well, it was uh, 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 Ecto-1, a Ecto One, a Plasma yeah, the... Series Ecto One, not in scale with the Plasma Series figures.
2: Yeah, uh, no. but, And it was a Target exclusive, so you couldn't get it on. Yeah.
1: Well, the, yeah. the thing with you know we we we're pretty uh, we're pretty close with what's going on with with Hasbro and, and, and Ghostbusters, and um, they've got a lot um, mm-hmm. yet to be revealed. They just oh good, you know. They don't know when the movie's coming out. Supposedly June. We'll see what happens.
0: Nobody well, knows when any movie yeah. ever is coming out. But
1: Ghostbusters yeah. is really a property that for for the collector's lines and everything, it's a hundred percent dependent on media. Without the media, yeah. like there are hardcore Ghostbusters fans. But it's not what Star Wars and G.I. Joe masters like um it's barely
2: little- even My Little Pony.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like <that's-> it's- <laughs> My Little Pony's way past Ghostbusters.
0: Um yeah, hey, but- you'd be happy. I started showing my boy the extreme Ghostbusters. Oh cool. Oh ago. nice. I, I didn't know that was Kind of in continuity, like a continuation. Yeah, I just thought yeah. it was a reimagining, but no. that was kind of fun. It is fun. And that's a really cool line of
1: toys from Trendmasters. And uh, a little bit on the pricier side these days. Um, yeah, I know. But, uh,
2: but everything is.
1: But everything's expensive. Right? Find me the cheap toys. Um, especially these local toy shops that still have all the Power of the Force figures for like 25 bucks. Like, come on, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs>
0: cool. I could show you a cheap toy that I found that I thought was really cool. I picked this up at a uh, toy antique shop that we have. We have quite a few of them here in the Seattle-Tacoma area. Look at this Stargate. Ooh, cool. 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 They repurposed the Joe, of course, vehicle for this. Yep. yep. And that's what I paid. Still sealed, $750. I love that. Oh, nice. Well, I I'm going to have, I'm
1: gonna have to put those Stargate figures. Um, I've been trying to... Um, Uh, Twister is one of my all-time favorite movies. And I think Ah. it's a shame that there was no figures because every 90s action movie got figures. So I've been in my head for years trying to piece together how I could do a custom set of Twister. And it's usually like Kenner Aliens... Uh, Jurassic Park, Congo. I think I could, with between the vehicles and some GI Joe. So stuff. you
0: need. So you want it to be in the spirit of the '90s, then? Yes, right, right. Okay, I, need, that is I awesome. want Bill
1: Paxton to have some sort of giant jetpack for some
2: reason, and like, right?
0: Uh, well, this could be. He's like got like a, a weather you know, detector
2: on his back. <laughs>
0: That's
2: not-
0: right yes a, i i am just excited to see what the villain is how are you how are you going to depict the twister itself so
1: we've talked about an actual tornado play set uh <laughs> we've we've had long discussions about this you know it's about three feet tall kind of that cardboard plastic mix opens yeah. up it's got levels that you know um listen i love that Amazing. now we'll also you've got uh, uh jonas as your main villain <laughs> who is played by uh, Carrie Ells. So, um I could talk about Twister all day. I won't I won't do that to you though. Um but uh, w- what do you <laughs> think don't. about the uh so you didn't do classics and uh I won't bore mm-hmm. everybody with my story about classics, but uh I decided that 2020 was the year to get into classics. So, um got a oh, bunch of them. You got Snake Mountain
0: delivered to your house yet?
1: It's uh so I actually I was way late on it. So mine's pre-ordered through Big Bad Toy Store. So it's probably going to be got it. you know could be i kind of hope it's not for a while like if they send me a letter that said or an email that said we're not shipping this till february i'll be like thank god because i don't have the right room money or uh uh, or anything that Uh, is
0: the biggest thing i've ever seen it's It's actually actually dumb it's
1: It's actually makes no sense like it's it's big and like (laughs) it's stupid um and uh, you know what sucks with the Castle Gray was three fifty, I think, when it came out, and they ended up mm-hmm. discounting it to about a hundred bucks, and now they're close to a thousand. So, anyways, what do you think about origins? Is what I've been trying to get to. Before I talked about yeah. Twister for twenty minutes, I just want to know what you yeah. think about origins as a as a Motu fan.
0: I love it with an asterisk. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it with an asterisk. Um, I hate, of course, like I had already mentioned. I hate any time it's exclusive. I know it's temporarily exclusive. Right, It'll go right. wide. It'll go mainstream in uh, January, I believe. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I have everything in wave one except the sky sled. Um, I, I, I guess the asterisk comes from the fact that some really cool pieces that I would love to have are just out of my price range. And that would be the Lords of Power. That would be the Shira ra set. That would be all the exclusives. So all of a sudden, this line starts off. I mean, this is where, as a collector, the line starts off without me being complete. And that is like, ow. I, I'm not complete before the line even starts with its basic. You know, I, I prefer exclusives. And again, one of the reasons with Black Series, I mean, like... I think 50% of Black Series Star Wars is exclusive, and 50% is store retail. That's hard to maintain. I prefer a line that is 75%, 85 95% exclusive. I mean, retail, With and then 5% have something special that's exclusive, maybe a... You know, but to start this line where hundreds and hundreds of dollars for the Lords of Power and I just did not, it's a bad taste in my mouth already starting it going, yeah, I'll never be complete on this line, I guess. And did you You know that? Yeah. Just
1: so um, uh, for our listeners, that was a PowerCon exclusive. Uh, It's like the prototype color schemes, correct?
0: No, all new sculpts. It was like the original designs. That's what of, it is, the
1: original design. Yeah, right, it
0: was the original right. designs. And then I love Shira, and I think the amazing. I think the new She-Ra is fun and amazing too. And yeah. my ten-year-old boy yeah. absolutely loves it, and that just makes my yeah. heart melt. Yeah, my we're, ten-year-old we're boy fans is of it down too. There, Yeah, we like it a Right, lot. watching Shira, watching Carmen San Diego, I'm like Legends of Korra. I love it. Um, but it's really good quality and content. So. um I, I, I'm just sad I couldn't get my hands on some of those more expensive pieces that debuted the line, which I don't think is the smartest way to go because that smells—that feels like classics to me again, right. where it's kind of like highbrow and whatever. I want, I want the core characters. Right. So um, I'm curious on what Masterverse is going to be. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. for that other the other series that's being, you know, because we have two cartoon series mm-hmm. that are. Unrelated even really to Origins, I guess. Kevin Smith's is a continuation of the original, right? right. And then Master's, Masterverse is going to be, uh, I guess, like the 2000X line, kind of like a reimagining.
1: Yeah, I don't, it, it's so it is crazy how Master's feels like you've got, um, origins they're going all in on which it'll be interesting because it, they were a little bit hard to find at our walmarts and now yeah. it is like peg warmer central i could go buy wave one at any walmart in atlanta well, right
0: it, now. oh that's horrible no, that's the case that's horrible it's <laughs> for second or third wave though right. that's horrible if it's hanging around right well
1: yeah and i and i think that's the other thing like um I, wave two i haven't seen wave two in stores yet so i i um I don't. GI Joe classifieds like it. How do I even say this? I've never. Oh, been is that there. in storm? I'm sorry. Right. Exactly. So it's like that. Before we'll get to GI Joe. Let's. Um. And I want to be respectful of your time too, because we're we're at an hour oh. already. Hey, um, it's my
0: birthday tomorrow. Oh, cool. It's a shortened school day. <laughs> All right. I like Veterans it. Day the day after. Oh, I got cool. five more hours in me. Let's Easy. Let's Do it. Let's do it. Um. So,
1: yeah, I I I'm a little bit worried about masters in the sense that it, it is really easy to find and, uh, but it seems like they overshipped, like there's just so much of it
2: and it's, Oh, great. can you send some up North? Sure, that would well. be great.
1: Um, although <laughs> Amazon did cancel my, my wave two orders along with everybody else, uh, Orco and see,
2: wave we got Amazon. wave. We have wave two up here. Yeah. And uh, we don't have any wave one. Except right. for the Sky Sled. And that's it. <laughs> Just the right? Sky Sled.
1: Uh, Just the Sky Sled from wave together.
2: one. And then we've got like wave two here. But man, nice. the scalpers went and picked out the... They, I think they took out the Orcos and the Scareglows before they even reached the shelves.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about 2020 is the year of the scalper though? I mean, it oh, is like... Dude. <laughs> it is so bad this bots year. scalpers. So... we oh, bots talking about and scalpers. Bots yeah. and
2: scalpers. Yeah. Uh, Bel- Yep. Bot it, scalpers twenty
1: twenty. Yeah, yeah. We had a we had a little uh, political campaign for bot scalpers twenty twenty. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is because I mean scalping's always been a thing, um. But I think it has to do with this pandemic. People are just at home more. Like it's not just toys. the The sneaker industry is more insane than ever. The sports card collectors industry. Pokemon, sports cards I've noticed. Pokemon cards have like go, <laughs> skyrocketed. I I in all these um, collectibles are cyclical anyway, and it just happens yeah. to be like a perfect storm this year where, uh, yeah, it's, it, I mean, GI Joe is a really good example of, um, <laughs> it's just chaotic. What happened with what's happening with classifieds. And like, um, I had Jeremy Padour on our show, uh, who is, uh, one of the partners at Jazzwares, um, okay. and, and, uh, He's been in the toy business for a long time. He worked at Mattel a long time. And we talked a lot about supply and demand. And what he was saying is that for a new toy line, the best possible thing for that line is to basically be almost unavailable for that first wave. Because what he said to me, and this is a guy who sells toys for a living, is that sure if, if Target and Walmart see that wave one is gone and, P- and there's mm-hmm. a demand for it, they're a lot more likely... To stock wave two and three and going down the line. Now, I don't know. He Jazzwares is a smaller company, they're doing Fortnite, AEW wrestling, things like that. I don't I can't speak to what Hasbro's deals are with uh you know G.I. Joe, Star Wars, and all that, but it does seem like GI Joe's a big property, and this is a big relaunch for the first time ever, these six-inch scale figures, and they're not like I I found. I found them, but I had to do a lot of hunting and a lot of searching almost daily for weeks. And most people can't do that. And I understand as a collector, yeah. you get frustrated. So did you dabble in this, uh, six inch line at all, even though it goes, against I have the shit. whole first wave. Okay. You I have, have all, yeah,
0: because Joe, again, Joe's my mistress. I love it <laughs> to death. Um, I have the whole <laughs> first wave that I got on, uh, pulse when they were announced okay. So I did pulse, and then after I got the first wave, and this is what I typically do. I typically dip my toes in uh, a line uh, when it first comes out, and then I'll see if I'm 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 loving it and I'm opening it. I, I know if I love a line if I'm actually opening it. Right. If I'm for like months later, I'm looking over at a stack of stuff, and I've avoided. <laughs> you know, I've just chosen to open other stuff. I'm like, maybe this wasn't my jam. Yeah. You know, no, that's my um,
1: point. I like that.
0: And so I dip my toes into Joe, the six inch. Um, I'm all in on the three and three quarter because I didn't do the 25th anniversary. So these figures are actually new to me. The the retro Joes are actually new to me because I didn't do the 25th anniversary because I'm an O-ring guy. But now I want to support any three and three quarter line out there, hence buying this trash. Right. So (laughs) I I love it. So I did buy the the first wave of and I got the exclusive snake eyes and that was cool that they reoffered it. You know, mm-hmm. here's the thing that I don't like. I get a lot of cool exclusive stuff, but I absolutely love when people get it right. I don't like I don't like having like being one of the only people to have certain items. I like when it becomes available and it doesn't sell out in seconds like right. so many exclusives do um so yeah so i'm in it um after wave one i'm picking and choosing on classifieds okay i really want the beachhead but that's been impossible to find um i saw beachhead.
1: Yeah. I, I i found beachhead once by accident because um my uh this target i was at it said they had two cobra troopers in stock and the guy went into the back and he brought out a beachhead and i was like well it's not what i came for but i need to take this and then i sure absolutely and i wasn't gonna be like hey man um so he's got more like green and like i'm looking for (laughs) blue like they don't care they don't want i've been so nice to target boys but after i had beachhead i saw kind of what you were saying glad that people got it i saw i was in a target I was walking towards the toy aisle. There was a guy kind of near me. You can always pick out toy collectors. Uh, they they walk with a different kind of determination. He looked mm-hmm. like maybe he was military, had a crew cut kind of fit. And in my head, I was like, this guy's looking for classifieds. And we, we both hit the toy hall at the same time. I didn't need anything. So I kind of skimmed past the GI Joe area and there was one beachhead. And I saw, he kind of did like a, like a, he grabbed it and did like a, yes, I got it. I got my, yes. um, but uh, these target exclusives were, unbelievably hard to find like harder than any retail exclusive that I've
0: seen. uh, No.
1: Ever toy collecting.
0: Yeah. They've been the, the, the rollout of classifieds has not been ideal again, though. What, what have, what have we been talking about? Like it's, it doesn't feel good when you love a line and you can't find it because it's exclusive to a retailer or it sells out in seconds. So. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. I would love that if that line was more uh, widespread, you know. I love that it's selling out because it's popular, not because it's exclusive. There's That's a big difference when it comes right, to toy lines.
1: Right, right. Um, Ryan, uh, how are you feeling about classifieds? I know all you have is barrenness at this point.
2: I Well, really, at this point, that's the only one I need uh, until Zartan comes out because Zartan is my boy, and I want... Uh, yeah. Uh the cloth mask Coco. So whenever they make him, uh that's gonna be the other one I really want. Like, and I kind of thought, you know what? I'm just gonna go as like, you know, I'm just gonna get these certain characters, and I just said no. Cause I because once you start getting certain characters, even on like just with the Joes and stuff, you're gonna end up with all of them. So I decided, I know. you know what, I want these three Cobra characters maybe storm maybe a different storm shadow later on because i'm kind of on the fence how i feel about the new one uh but you know what i think zartan baroness and cloth mask cobra commander whenever that comes out those are the only three i need i've got a majority of the 25th anniversary figures i got a lot of the o-ring figures as well uh because gi joe is not even a secret mistress um i have a cobra t- tattoo you know the whole bit so oh, um, that'd be a really bad secret <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be a really bad secret to keep. So uh, See, I couldn't uh, do that. I have two no,
0: lightsaber but- tattoos, so I can't, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't cross over. It would, it would be too obvious. You know what I love?
1: <laughs> yeah. Our, our, um, uh, Jacob Walsh is our, our, uh, our partner, I guess have some, and, uh, he, he's, uh, 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 my best friend in the world and he is so conflicted about star Wars all the time. And I <laughs> always have to remind him Like, he's always just like, God, I get so frustrated with Star Wars, and I love this, and I hate this, and he's extremely opinionated. He legitimately has a Death Star tattooed on his face, his literal (laughs) face right here. And I always go, hey, man, you're not allowed to have Star Wars conflict in you because you have a Death Star on your face, which means you're a fan yeah. forever no matter what um and he's like okay you're right you're right you're right um <laughs> you, you, you've committed clearly that's you've a commit, committed that's a commitment he's also a tattoo artist and has yeah. lots of tattoos so um yeah. but um yeah classifieds has been cool it's been fun it's been a fun hunt i don't i don't get frustrated i try not to and when i do i don't unleash on message boards um but i do have
0: a podcast i could talk <laughs> good about it. thank you we, we have enough of that <laughs> online exactly, Actually,
1: exactly exactly yeah um but um it, I, we're at Toy Fair in, uh, in back, you know, 20 years ago in February. And, uh, well, that's what it feels like. Uh, it was my first time at Toy Fair. It was, it was wonderful. And I really loved it and, um, talked to, uh, the brand rep for GI Joe. And I don't know if they still have the same people. Cause I know they rotate folks out sometimes, but I got the vibe that they weren't a hundred percent sure what, what this line was going to be because people had been asking for six inch Joe's for a long time, but until, you know, I I feel like they slow rolled it. I think they're probably. I think there's going to be a lot of GI Joe figures next year, especially with the new movie coming out. But I think there was a little bit of a hesitation of of knowing like whether or not this was going to be successful.
0: That's funny you say that because I feel like they should. I, I feel like the only hesitation I would see them having is if they wanted to rebrand the three and three quarter because Daryl DePriest was on a podcast and Daryl DePriest is the old brand manager for G.I. Joe and Star Wars back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Back in the day, like eight <laughs> years ago, nine years ago, whatever. I, like that, I
1: said, February feels like a lifetime ago. Right, so I know. Ago, was
0: like... um, I saw someone post a photo just today. It said, look at this old time... F- uh, look at this old time photo of people eating in a restaurant, you know, <laughs> <Exactly>. 2019. <laughs> it's so right? weird. They so, don't have
1: masks on or anything. Did right? they have air conditioning? <laughs> what was it like back then?
0: <laughs> Probably ate with their hands. <sighs> um, so Daryl DePriest was saying that they actually held off on the six inch line for black series because he was running it uh, just at that time uh, because they knew it would cripple or destroy the three and three quarter line. And sure enough, flash forward. Now it's their, you know, Hasbro's baby is clearly the six inch for a lot of uh, for the last few years. Um, And so that's why it's surprising for me to think that they didn't have enough trust that the six inch line wouldn't be awesome because, you know, the Marvel legends line is, you know, undefeatable at this point, right. I was collecting all the three and three quarter Marvel figures, um, until they just weren't anymore. And so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it's crazy. It, like, it's funny because we were talking about how that Ecto one is, uh, out of scale. It's so out of scale. And <laughs> it, it's actually in scale with like three and three, four <laughs> figures. And, uh, Mm-hmm. I, I I did some digging because I came up with this theory because Plasma Series, the new Ghostbuster stuff, is is major peg warmer city. It's everywhere. Sure.
0: And well, uh, can I ask your opinion real quick? Both yeah. your opinions. Yeah. Uh, sure. What's your thoughts over that and the previous Mattel line? I mean, it's lesser or greater. Um. So I I do have a
1: soft spot for the Mattel line because, and I think most Ghostbusters fans do. Uh. I don't want to speak for Ryan, but I will. Um. <laughs> uh th- that was the first time we ever got figures from from the movie like they it just yeah. never well besides NECA had a couple but they never did the guys um so and obviously Mattel had its issues and Maddie Collector you know what that's a whole nother podcast or a whole nother series of podcasts but um I like the Maddie Collector figures a lot I think the sculpts are all good um mm-hmm. holding them side by side they're What's the thing that's interesting that a lot of people were bummed about is these new plasma series figures are actually, uh, they're, they're a little bit less than, uh, they're, they're shorter than black series or or Marvel legends figures. They're, they're more in scale with the Mattel figures. I think they maybe did that on purpose to answer your question. I think it's too early to say it just depends what happens. If, if this is all we get from plasma series and they just cut and run, you know, they're nice figures and they look pretty good. The The likenesses are pretty good, but the Maddie collector figures just have a, a, a nostalgic. It's funny to have nostalgia from, you know, well, I guess it was 2008 when they came out. So it's been a while, <laughs> uh,
0: but isn't the build a build a scene pieces kind of awesome though, too, that. You're so, missing yeah. Out I
2: like that. I like that. They're doing the, the build of figures because again, cause I collect legends. So mm-hmm. when, what when, of course we got excited when we found out that Hasbro got the license for uh, Ghostbusters so even my first thought was I really hope they do build the figures right? Uh, for this line and the fact that they are I mean I, I really like it I don't think Maddie ever got with terror dogs. Whoa. and uh, you know oh, so I don't think they yeah. ever we ever got those and I never got the Maddie line either because when you're international and you're trying to do a mail-in subscription service yeah. It's like yeah. almost double the price, right? And then so, Diamond
1: Select had the license before Hasbro, and they did the the big diorama figures. And I, I like the diorama. Oh, that's
0: right. I was thinking that was Maddie. Right. Okay, so that was Diamond. That yeah, was Diamond.
1: And I I don't love the Diamond Select figures in general. They're big and bulky, and they don't stand up, and and they're just not. They're not my favorite, but the the dioramas are really cool. The Um, environment pieces are worth it. So you can kind of mix and match. Um, But anyways, I thought maybe they're going to they're putting out this Ecto maybe for the movie. Now that they got this classic stuff out, they're going to do like a three and three fourth Ghostbusters series. I just made it up in my head and I did some digging and the answer was no, that's not a thing. So uh, (laughs) Um, they were like, nice try. Um, But the new Lego Ecto one seems to be almost at scale with the plasma series figure. So it'll make a nice display, I guess. Um, But, um, but yeah, so it's, This all kind of ties back into this notion that toy collecting feels bigger than ever. Uh, I'm more involved in these communities than ever, but Jake, you've been doing this for a long time. Do you feel like it's, it's more popular than ever to be out hunting for toys or does it just feel that way because
0: of all the exclusives and the scalping and everything else?
2: It's and it's you, else you know need really to do
0: right? I mean, I think that's it. I think I think these toys are very popular here. Um you you mentioned cyclic cyclic, uh cyclical whoa <laughs> cyclic. No, cyclical. say it for me. There it is. Cyclical. Wow, I spent an extra R in there.
1: <laughs> Circular.
0: Have another. Um <laughs> it's your
1: birthday, you're fine. And so uh
0: I do do we think that this will continue once you know whatever quarantine or covid life is over right will will the uh will the intensity did we just build a bunch of co- collectors in this environment that will continue on with the line or is this something that you know and this is what i've uh noticed with younger collectors they're happy to get in and out of lines like there are lots of younger younger collectors much younger than i am i turn 44 tomorrow um, who like invest huge get massive collections you know really celebrate it online and then they're like one day they decide yeah I sold it all you know whereas I, it, right. it, it, I you would have to put a knife to my throat to get me to part with you know things that I bought Last week sometimes, you know, Um, and so there is a different mentality. You know, there's also I know in the Star Wars community, there is a younger crowd who treats vintage Star Wars figures like currency, kind of like investing, kind of like buying into gold and whatnot. And I don't collect that way. I collect because I love it, because it has nostalgia, because I grew up with it, because I absolutely adore the movies and whatnot. And I don't think I don't know if I've ever sold a vintage piece in my life. Right. right? Um, so it is really, really popular right now. Absolutely. Um, and you see that with the, the scalpers, like we talked about the, the things selling out in minutes, the, you know, I was trying to go to the, the, um, So I was trying to go and the newest wave of uh, the newest line of Ghostbusters came out, the 35th anniversary line. And I always love to dabble in the newest line. I mean, I'm not a completist, but I will buy a pack. This is uh, how I kind of uh, treat myself when I go to Target on a toy run and I don't find anything. I buy a few garbage pill packs to kind of like, hey, I got something, right? Right, right. So the new line is out. They only had the blaster box. And so I'm reaching up to grab the new blaster box and the rep was there actually filling the, the shelves. Okay. And uh, he's like, I'm going to ask you not to touch anything. I'm like, Oh, oh, okay. And so like I stand there and he doesn't acknowledge me and he goes about his business and like three minutes go by and I'm like, well, I don't like, I'm not going to stand here while you do your job forever. (laughs) And so I finally peek up and I go, I was just wanting one of those garbage pal kids and he goes, that's all you want. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, all right, you can take it. (laughs) I grab it. I walk away. And it just tells me that what he must be going through at these stores because my target even has a permanent sign up there that says one per pack on all baseball cards or whatever. And, you know, so collected, collecting yes, is something that is thriving in COVID and quarantine in 2020. But I don't it's it's difficult to tell if we're creating new collectors or once people can go surfing and biking and to concerts and, you know, wherever will they be. Still collecting, right. Still so th- I think there's time will tell.
1: I think there's environments and message boards online where people, like I, I know, I, I don't even want to call him a friend. I know somebody who's really bad about the stalking the reps for baseball cards at Target and flipping stuff, and it just it's so it's so bogus. And I'll never forget last year when the Black Series uh, first edition uh, figures came out, the white box uh, mm-hmm. ones. He texted me. He was like, hey, what, what do you think? Will, will these have some resale value? I'm thinking about, you know, I, I can get a case. I was just like, I just, I, I don't even think I replied. I was like, "What? you don't know anything yeah. about Star Wars. or It's toys. Gross. Like, it's, it's, It was weird. Um, and of course, in my head, I was also like, no, these are going to be worthless. And I was wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian goes, fucking you're a like, little wrong. I wrong on that I one. one. I was, Tiny yeah, <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> but Ryan, remember we were at um. Ryan uh, joined us in Orlando for Halloween Horror Nights last year, and you were able to. I mean, those were some of those were not that hard to find. They had a good amount of the the first. No, I
2: got figures. the Kylo and I got uh and Ray first yeah. editions, yeah, right? Same. And it it was yeah. one of those things too where I was just like, yeah, I'm I'm getting these. I think I left with like I left with a few figures that night. Yeah, you left with a few figures. Yeah. Um, yeah and uh well friends i you know you're you're on vacation you love star wars what are you gonna do man you're gonna buy some yeah. toys that's just it's how life works it was
1: about to come out
2: and- yeah man we thought it was gonna like this was gonna like Stop. anyways be nice. we're not gonna talk be about nice. it
1: <laughs> No, yeah, you know like there would be no star wars <laughs> opinions given on tonight's episode.
2: No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I was excited. I was so hyped for Rise of Skywalker. And yes, sometimes uh, the excitement for a movie uh, can be your best memory even if you're not necessarily high on that movie. Yeah, that's, a and, good point, uh, that's a good point. You know? No, right. it's totally it's totally true. And it's right. you know, I was very excited. And uh, I hold on to those I actually cherish those memories of hype and excitement. <laughs>
1: um we should let Jake know that Ryan's favorite Star Wars movie is... Attack of the Clones.
2: Return of the Jedi. Okay. Followed yeah. closely by Attack of the Clones. And I and I really hope that the next HasLab is going to be Dex's Diner. I want Dex's Diner. Okay. It's going to be amazing. I will Dex's
0: Diner in a heartbeat, but I cannot support Attack of the Clones being at the top of this shop. Holy smokes. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I totally...
2: Don't worry. I, I get it. I understand why people don't like it. Uh, but I think that movie is just everything. Everything about it, I think it's just, it's fun. Uh, sometimes it is funny, even though when it's not meant to be. You know, like <laughs> yeah. when, when, when Padme does the, don't do that. And he's got to the... <laughs> Uh, and he Jake, makes that face like he, he, oh man i just i love it i love
1: it you might have saw this picture because it, it got it got it got around the internet last year at celebration ryan was part of the group that did the uh photo op with hayden christensen where everybody's has uh floating pairs like all time. we had the floating pairs awesome. yeah, and, yeah awesome. and he had one
2: too and he was totally he he, he was all for it like he was like ah oh, man love that it. that movie it just it kills me i love it though yeah, I, I sure. was happy I, to
0: see him out at celebration last year. That was, that was exciting. Yeah, That was, that was good to see him. Um, so I, I, uh, I work, uh, with, uh, a good friend of mine who runs, uh, uh, SummerCon, which is a convention here in the Seattle-Tacoma area. Yep. And uh, yeah, we had some we had some uh, fun guests lined up for this year. That is just heartbreaking. And uh, and he lets me because I help him out. He goes, "Hey, choose who you want to host on stage." And so I'm like, "Yeah, I'll host all the Star Wars, just yeah. so you know. I'll yeah. host all the Star Wars." Yeah. And so right. I actually did Carl Weathers last year and oh, Tamara cool. Morrison. And uh, I've actually known. Uh, since January that tomorrow was going to be Boba in the Mandalorian, but of course kept that under wraps. Yeah. But right. That's going to, yeah.
1: um, We'll probably wrap up here in a few. Um, Jake, we're going to have to keep doing this. Maybe we'll have you back and yeah. do a more fully fledged uh, star Wars conversation. You're more than welcome to join us for midnight Mando. Um, Absolutely. But I guess we do. Let's, let's talk a little Mandalorian since it's, it's top of top of mind. Uh, it's, uh, two episodes in it's incredible. It's so interesting to see something from star Wars that seems to be universally loved and embraced, uh, almost across the board. Uh, at least from what I see, but from the star Wars fan community, I mean, I can think of one toy website that I'm not going to name, uh, that doesn't love it or hasn't seen it, but that's fine. Everybody is, uh, you know, everybody has their own opinion, but, it's star Wars. And if there's one thing we know about star Wars, it's friggin' polarizing, like no matter right? what. <laughs> so to see it, uh, to see all this love, it, it's kind of refreshing. Like it, it even, you know, no matter what, like sequel trilogy, there's, there's, I think force awakens is incredible. I, I love it. I really, really love it. And there's moments yeah. in the last Jedi that I find to be incredible. And there's moments in, in rise of Skywalker that I find to be incredible. So th- there's a lot of good to extract from all parts of star Wars, but h- how's it felt uh, being involved in the community? Cause we're not, I, I cannot say that I'm part of the star Wars uh, deep dive community, but I, I, I know yeah. enough to know that there's, there's a lot of love out there for this uh, for this Mandalorian show.
0: Absolutely. It is. It it has been a breath of fresh air because um, having been, you know, it's funny, you talked about early in the show, you talked about not having a lot of media out here uh, out this year. And now that you have these different shows that you're kind of doing kind of to help, you know, I don't know, get you through or support or sustain. Well, that's actually why I founded my website back in 2013, what did we have for star Wars in 2013? We didn't have much at all. Right. Two year wait. Right. And so I, I, um, a lot of sites got away from writing about star Wars figures. And I was like, well, everything, every site I'd go to, to read about star Wars figures is not writing about it. They're writing about high end sabers and props and stuff. I'm like, well, I'll just start doing it, I guess. And that's the road we've been on since, uh, since 2013. And, um, but the point in being that along that route, you have had a lot of ups and downs in regards to people upset about the Disney purchase and people upset about, you know, the, uh, the sequel trilogy. And of course we had the whole, you know, George Lucas did all sorts of unspeakable things to my childhood with the prequel crowd haters, you know? Um, so toxicity or hate in star Wars is definitely ebbed and flowed over the years. Um, Even Clone Wars started, you know, who the heck, who the blank is this Ahsoka? Anakin never had a Padawan. And then flash forward, you know, uh, five, six years, and we're bawling when she's having her final episode in the series. So, (laughs) you know, things go up and down like crazy. And, uh, yes, um, I actually lost some friends over, you know, as silly as it is, I I'll say online friends, not real friends, um, uh, over, uh, the, you know, the, the last two sequel films, just because the, 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 the vibe they were putting off toward these films were just so, so intense. And so, you know, um, and so it is nice; it is absolutely lovely to see The Mandalorian be embraced by, you know, old school fans. Because you got John Favreau in there trying to pull out his action figure toy box that he had as a kid and bring about bringing out the IG88 figures and the and the E Web cannons and the Imperial troop transports and all these Kenner toys that you could see John Favreau played with as a kid is now putting them in his show. But at the same time, you have Filoni, who is the usher and the custodian and the heir to Lucas, who has these, you know, this Clone Wars knowledge and this Rebels and this, you know, all this modern mythology of Star Wars. He's able to tie that in with John. And even if you watch some of those gallery or behind the scenes videos, you can tell John's an old school fan and Dave's a massive fan you know, cause he's writing the new fandom and he's like, well, I don't know if I remember that, but Dave's like, "Uh, it, it's there, you know?
1: <laughs> right. I think Dave <laughs> Loney's still talking in a few of those episodes. Right.
0: Give him yeah, a microphone <laughs> and go star Wars. And you're, just oh yeah, back. no, I, 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 you know, here's the thing. I'm like this the whole time. Talk more. Dave. <laughs> yeah. Talk more, Dave. Oh, dude. Same bring here. It, bring it, bring it. So, yep. um, so yeah. So you have this blending of the world. You have the blendings of the prequel trilogy, the animation universe, the original trilogy, the Kenner toy line. I think the only thing that they've yet to do yet, and they promised they would, is start to tie this into the sequel trilogy. So we haven't had any mention of First Order, but some of the only things that uh, Filoni said, or Favreau even, said that this would show you some of the origins of the First Order. So I think if we do that, you kind of have the trifecta, the original, the prequel and the sequel trilogy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I'm so happy and I love it. And I actually, you know, West Coast, we're uh, blessed with the ability to it's fairly easy to stay up till midnight to yeah. watch. Uh, the latest episode so I don't have to risk being spoiled by anybody online who wants to not behave correctly so
2: yeah yeah I I keep mine as a a morning routine because then that way on Fridays I don't even look at my phone it stays flipped and I go get a coffee I can relax and just watch Mando and then I turn my phone over and found out a million different things (laughs) because you know no one's no one's typing spoilers but everyone's like for some reason that's Friday mornings is when my my phone seems to be on fire right. in mm-hmm. every chat that I'm in, but and, the, and that's great too, like I mean it's I don't know i just it's I love that mando has created it's like a saturday it's become a Saturday morning thing for me again, right but like on Fridays, and it's like well, you know I have my big bowl of cereal and my coffee and, it's, it's and star wars it's it's wonderful
1: knowing where we've been, I mean when you think about whenever the announcement was that Disney was buying Lucas. So that was 2012. And I remember sitting in, I was about to go into work. I was reading the articles. They were all just breaking. And it was just like, it was like, whoa, Disney bought Star Wars. What does that be? Episode seven, eight, nine. This can't be real. Let me check Deadline. Let me check whatever. And it was like, it's real, but we have to wait three years. And knowing that like, we're about to hit the five-year anniversary of Force Awakens. Crazy. Like we're five years past that. And that we've gotten, these three star Wars movies. And there was some tumultuous stuff The the, you know, whether or not you love last Jedi or don't love it or have mixed feelings coming, the reaction, Disney's reaction to bring back JJ Abrams and fire Colin Trevorrow. And then all the stuff that happened with solo with, you know, the directors and Ron Howard, like it, yeah. it, it is. So you can you almost can't blame fans because we've got so much access. We see it all. Like normally with when Coca-Cola is having major shakeups, you don't know about it. You just go to the store, you buy your Coke because you like Coke or Pepsi or whatever. Right. Star Wars as a product, you're, you're getting behind the scenes. Like things aren't great. Like is Kathy Kennedy going to be gone? Is she going to be there? What's going to happen? Are they bringing George Lucas back? And then when you get to Mando, it just feels like, Breath of fresh air. They know what they're doing. John Favreau, Dave Filoni, great Star. It's like you get a little Star Wars movie every week for ten weeks. Like absolutely, you you can't beat that at all.
0: Mando's not flawless. You do have some websites that are trying to promote. You know, Pascal had issues on the set and walked away from season two. And heard about and you know, I heard about. So you know, you do have sites that you know, uh, I guess we'll say clickbait try to do it, but. But when you have when you have folks who aren't into Star Wars talking about Baby Yoda or talking about the return of characters or what have you, you know you've arrived, right? And that's especially on a series that's behind a paywall. You know, the paywall is of course Disney Plus, and so you know when you have such a mass embracement of something that people have to purposely seek out. They can't just be flipping NBC, ABC, Fox, and like, oh, look, at what's this show? No, they have to seek it out. They have to subscribe. They have to then go and download and watch it. And so that speaks volumes to how awesome it is that so many people, and now, of course, we're, swimming in baby yoda merch you we know we are
1: and I'll, I'll take it all because that's it's, fine it's a home run yeah. and it could have it could have gone the other way people could have been like i'm sure like it's weird because it was all about baby group now it's baby yoda and there was yep. those rumors that i don't know i never know you never remember when all the, the remember the abrams cut remember last december remember what last yeah. december was like and there was all this talk about like they wanted to get rid of babu frick and they were gonna do, it's just like yeah it gets so chaotic but Baby it'll work. It's phenomenal. He's eating eggs. It's great. He's ending people's uh, you know, bloodlines cuz he's hungry. I love it.
0: Um, <laughs> I love it. Do you think uh do you think the next uh trilogy is going to be the High Republic? Do you think that's what they're setting in motion now with the new um, media campaign?
2: Dad, me I'll, I'll answer this one before Craig cuz I think I've been following it a little closer than he has. Go for uh it. and I I honestly do you think that's where they're going to go just because right when they announced it, it seemed like a huge major media push. Like they're getting ready to do like yeah. comics and novels. And it sounded like they were going to get ready to do some games. It just sounded like a big thing. And even though they were just, that announcement was kind of more getting us ready for it, even though it seemed like they were kind of still far away from doing it. Uh, I honestly do think that next trilogy is going to be uh high Republic. See, I think uh, it just, it just seems to fit. I, I think it's a possibility.
1: Yeah. I, I think there's so many things in the works. Like we know Taika Waititi doing a star star Wars movie, but we don't know. Like they haven't really firmly come out and say like, there's gonna be a trilogy. We're gonna have standalone movies. We they, they don't
0: Oh, they did. They did. They just haven't revisited it in years. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. they re yeah. they announced a trilogy. They announced, remember the Game of Thrones oh, guys yeah, were gonna Weiss- do yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. and then they uh Ryan they said that, was going to get a trilogy. Um, Ryan Johnson has a trilogy. They you remember trilogy, um, Kevin Feige has a movie. Taika has a movie. These are all official. I don't know if Taika is official, but those other three, those are official Star Wars.com. You can go back and read them. Read the they just have disappeared. And I think that's how Disney does it though. I think when they change courses, that's how they do it. They stop talking about it. Because if you notice, James Gunn got fired after one little, you know, incident Re. Uh, resurfaces online, they fire him. Then they don't talk about it for about a year and a half, and then right. they go, right. "Hey, we're going to have James Gunn back." Right? right? Nobody cares. Same right. thing with John Lasseter. John Lasseter, little perk comes up, and then they go, "Oh, he's on a sabbatical or he's on a leave," and then they never talk about it again. And next thing you know, he's working for another company right. because they just like you know they they just don't talk about it. They don't they don't stir the pot. And try to, like, maintenance all our rumors and feeds and stuff. And then they'll make an announcement. So right. I, I I don't know. We know that the Game of Thrones guys opted out of the Star Wars deal and went with, uh, I think, Netflix, right? Yep. For, like, yep, $100 million or something crazy. So so we know that that's not coming from the Game of Thrones guys, but that would have been a good sync for a Republic, High Republic series, right?
1: Right, right. Yep. So. I, I think the the'll, well, maybe we can end on this note it's because it's good food for thought i think there's so much to explore with the characters that were introduced in the sequel trilogy and i hope that we get the chance to see what happens with finn and ray specifically because i think those are powerful characters i think they missed the mark on a couple opportunities i've ranted and raved about how they had a chance to make finn one of the coolest like most important and he is important and he plays a great role but coming out of rise of skywalker i still got that feeling like we never got the full force (laughs) excuse my yeah with with finn (laughs) and and i i would love it if disney plus announced a a mini series focusing on finn or ray or any of those characters when it comes to a new trilogy i wonder if there's hesitation there's still they still seem so locked into the the you know, because Mark Ham Hamill and Harrison Ford are still alive, like I, I get that feeling that there there maybe is a hesitation to distance themselves from the the Skywalker saga, which it's been known as since last year, uh, the Skywalker saga. So I I I would love to see a new trilogy, High Republic, whatever it ends up being, just something that's different in a different corner of the Star Wars universe where they can st- because. You know, when I first heard about Mandalorian, my eyebrows raised. I was like, well, that sounds cool, but like, you know, who is every who's going to care about that? Who is this for? But then when you start watching it, you're like, oh, this is just really well done. And it's if it's, oh, this is for me. It's this is for me. It's for me <laughs> yeah. right. So, um, so it'll be interesting. Obviously, this year's a wash and then. I mean, they're going to start filming Kenobi. There was another series they were talking about today.
0: That's Andor or Boba Fett. They're trying to say Boba Fett has a series. That's rumors.
1: There's, there's the Cassian series. There's the rumored Boba Fett one that may or may not be filming right now. Uh, and then there's a, I can't think of her name, but she's a female uh, writer director that also uh, has a series coming out. Um, but it, it hasn't been officially announced, but it's a female led act- uh female-led action series. It was, oh gosh, I'm going to look it up. Um, But anyway, so there's, there's a lot of, uh, (laughs) there's a lot of uh, sticks in the fire. (laughs) Uh, Here it is. A Disney plus series from Leslie Hedlund will feature a timeline that we don't know (sighs) much about. So it was just kind of news. That's not news. So um, we'll, let me ask you this, Jake, and then we'll, we'll, we'll uh, end on this. What do you want to see out of a new trilogy? Like well, that's a big question. What time? Yeah. That's a heavy
2: question.
0: <laughs> You're talking to someone that admittedly loves Star Wars, and I'll watch any new Star Wars media that's out there. Like I'm, I'm waiting for Life Day this year because I'm excited for the new Lego Star Wars holiday special. I Holidays love Fest, that trailer. Right? It was mm-hmm. So fun. I mean, just, but I mean, I love the Free Makers. I thought Free Makers is really done. My my ten year old boy and I had a lot of fun watching that series. Um, so Lego does it well. Um, So I am happy. I mean, shoot, I'm waiting for Disney Plus to drop detours, Seth Green series that's in the can, you know, Um, I just, we in Seattle area, we're a weird group, you know, Uh, we we really embrace the original holiday special from, you know, and so we watch that annually and we have a good time with that, so I'm I, I'm not the best person for gauging uh, for talking about what is good Star Wars content. Well, I'm used I, to that, I take it all in. <laughs>
1: because uh, my wife Abigail, who is with us on Toy Anxiety most of the time, um, mm-hmm. we watch. Uh, Ewok adventure like once a week. Like it's
0: always on oh. our house. So it it's um, I raised my kids. I think my kids have seen the Ewok movies more than any of the original trilogy yeah. movies. So it's definitely on high rotation here too. <laughs>
1: our little medicine jar says Sindel's medicine on it.
0: So in our yes. house, so uh, and yes. we want people um, to
1: get her medicine. We really do.
0: I f- what would I want to see? I I I not I'm not going to dictate that. Um, uh, Would I love to see the next chapter of Ray and Finn and what that world looks like? You know, in my headcanon, Finn and Ray settle on Tatooine together. Right. That's just my headcanon. But, you know, they they made it really ambiguous in the uh, in the series on whether he had the force or whether he was in love with her, but you know, that's kind of fun too. You can make it your own. I think, Um, I think that would play better though in an animated series. I think the future, like the, I don't know what they would call it. The new, new Republic, the newer Republic, uh, the The once old now new. Yeah. I mean, right. (laughs) So, uh, the not first order Republic, um, I think that would be an interesting story. You know what I would really love to do is, you know, years ago when uh, Seb- Sebastian Stan came out and people did that face mashup with Mark Hamill. Yeah. And he was a young, I mean, I would, I would bleed someone to have a uh, Jedi Luke post Return of the Jedi badass going around the galaxy piece you know, keeping or fighting or whatnot. Yeah. And you know, I'm fine. Hey, Mark Hamill had a great run. But you know what? I love Ewan McGregor, so I'm all about recasting. If you want to recast young, hey, Alec Guinness was great. Ewan McGregor was fantastic. So yeah, um, so let's cast a new young Luke and let's get him out there being a badass after Return of the Jedi, right. cleaning up the Empire, fighting at the Battle of Jakku, whatever you want to do, right? right. I mean, let's let let's see that series. That would be awesome. So my um, it was
1: a, a Luke and Lando team up show because they, you know, Lando does reference that him and Luke had some had some adventures, and right? uh, my idea was it's every episode it's like a monster of the week type of thing where every episode starts with uh, Billy D. Williams and Mark Hamill at the Cantina Bar talking, <laughs> and then it flashes <laughs> back and they it's it's Sebastian Stan and uh, Childish there you go. Donald. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yes, yes, yes. Oh,
0: Solo 2, I would love for that. Make Solo 2 happen. Uh, that, if I could choose anything, I would watch that tomorrow. That, that would be absolutely it. I loved Solo. I think it got a bad rap. I think, uh, Disney and Iger completely mishandled that. Um, dropping it, not in December, like it was normal. Um, putting it in the shadow of Avengers and, uh, Endgame. It was just it was it one hundred percent mishandled, totally unappreciated, and I want more of it. So Man,
1: I, I might need to revisit solo because I I, didn't, I don't love it and people tell me this all the time. I'm ready to just like I did with Masters of the Universe Classics, I'm gonna get into solo this year. Because I don't like yeah. liking things. Some people pride themselves on hating stuff. I like oh my gosh. stuff.
0: I don't, yeah, no, that that's not my favorite. People who boast about hating stuff oh, that's uh worse. I, I don't have enough energy, you know, I don't want to live a life Right. Uh, loving things. Oh, speaking of, hey, oh. since you you mentioned you were a wrestling guy back in the day. Oh yeah. So my one of my favorite things is to go to the thrift store uh-huh. and find their bags. Oh, so I, I had, had to buy there. this because it had a Strato in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my right? god, that's the Already right? the so oh, yeah. already, at Village. already Village. Yeah, <laughs> Value Village. So now tell me who this dude is. So that's have a Braun
1: Strowman. That's Braun Strowman. And that's just, it looks like his regular elite uh, wrestling figure, um, which is probably about a $25 figure. So not, not bad. There you go. Do you have this figure? I don't. Well, I uh, know I have the, this figure. Which one? I will send this to you. Str- this, this figure. <laughs> I I, uh, I appreciate that. I don't do uh, modern modern wrestling, guys, only class, but Got I do it. appreciate that. I do appreciate that.
0: If somebody wants this, let me know. I'll send it to we'll you. I'm giving away
1: a Bronze Strowman tonight.
0: Because uh, um. <laughs> I buy my $4 Stratos. Who is this guy with the Stratos? Uh, that's here? Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, Jr. Rey Mysterio. I know that name. I know that name. Okay. Now, Um, Jake,
1: before we let you go, we gotta let you tell everybody where they can find you, what you're doing, and uh, I think they know why you're doing it. So, uh, yeah, tell (laughs) them about, uh, from Forlong Mazukas and your podcasts. And, uh, I, by the way, I listen to the Sandcrawler. I love that. I love, you know, when you're on there and, uh, Uh, it's just fun. I, I, I am always searching for toy podcasts. Uh, I found a new one, uh, called toy power. I think it's called out of Australia. Those guys are great. Uh, I just love hearing people talk about toys. That's why I'm doing it. Cause like,
0: as I do too, as I do too, I typically, my night regiment actually has been like, uh, toy because i listen to podcasts usually on my commute to work well i don't have a commute to work because i'm a school teacher and we're not working in schools right now we're working from home um but my night routine like before i when i get in bed i put in the ipad and i see what toy galaxy is posted for the day or pixel dan or you know some of the other toy youtube shows and so that's kind of how i fade into sleep um so, yeah, so I run from to That is your source for Star Wars action figure news. Um, uh, I covered, you know, one of my claim to fame is the Disney droids, you know, doing that. But I do all the Hasbro stuff. And so you're going to find databases. You're going to find pictures. You're going to find press releases, interviews, um, so on and so forth for all things Star Wars action figures. Um, since 2013, I've been a co-host on Galaxy of Toys uh, podcast. Uh, if you really want to get old school, you can go back to... I just saw the other day that Spotify has all of my episodes. I used to run a podcast with Jedi Business called Toy Run, the Star Wars action figure cast, and those are all up on some older um, uh, platforms. And then also, like you mentioned, uh, you can find me as a reoccurring guest on The Sandcrawler with my buddies, Mac and Dan. And so, yeah, so... That's pretty much it right now. Normally I'm have more of a uh, you'll find me on the circuits cuz I normally have panels at Emerald City Comic Con and sometimes I do celebrations, panels and uh like I said watching Summer Con, but uh you know 2020 is a wash for all right, of that. Right. So look for hopefully that to flare back up back in 2021. So cool. yeah, that's uh I stay I stay busy when not uh you know, teaching sixth graders, social Very cool. studies. Very cool. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us
1: tonight and, uh, everybody go check out from four long Awesome content all over that site. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to you off air, um, as they say, and, uh, we'll, we'll get you on midnight Mando one of these weeks and, uh, Heck yeah. you can come on for the deep dive. Cause I need, I need, you know, we have uh, Troy Benjamin join us uh, every week uh, and uh, and Ryan and Abigail. We've been having a really good time. So uh, we'll, we'll do that. And then you're more than welcome to join us on Toy Anxiety anytime you want because perfect uh, it's talking about toys is the greatest thing in the world and it's a lot better than talking about real life uh so
0: uh ryan, anything let's talk else? about elections and politics right now listen
1: just okay all i'm saying is uh no, I, I had an election thing what were we talking about earlier it was something about people watching i don't know it the moment has passed i hope everybody's doing okay and staying safe and healthy that's all i gotta say uh ryan anything else before we sign off
2: Well, you know, speaking about politics, eh, so up here we got, like, a couple of beavers up here, and they both want to build a dam, so, but two different places, eh, but we got to vote on which dam is going to be, like, the main dam, and, like, which one's just going to be, like, a little hangout dam, eh, so, uh, you know so we just toss up a pack of cigarettes and whoever finishes the cigarettes first kind of wins and then we kind of vote on smoke the <laughs> best then you
1: tie the you sky know? sled to the, the foot of a goose and send them over
2: the wall to the, no just the back hey You're just <laughs> right. and we just send them off Be careful though they got teeth
1: there you go there you go uh cool but, but yeah right?
2: no i got nothing else to say it was it was great having you on here jake here this, this i was appreciate awesome. it yeah, it was great All right,
1: everybody. We'll see you next week on Toy Anxiety. Don't forget to follow Yes Have Some at YHS Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and then you can join our official Facebook group, Yes Have Some Group Therapy, where we all like to hang out, talk about toys, yell at each other, things of that nature. Jake, we will see you next time for Craig and Ryan and Abigail, who's not here. Thank you for joining Toy Anxiety. Bye.